Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? New tour dates. We're adding San Diego, Seattle, Nashville, Portland, Boston, Bloomington, and uh, I already said Denver, Seattle. Yep, we got them. That's it. PeteHolmes.com for uh, dates and times and tickets. And the ad for this wonderful episode with the hilarious Alice is, uh, is Amazon. All you have to do is go to Nerdist.com, go to the banner for this episode, click on that Amazon banner, then shop like you normally would, and a percentage of your purchase will go to support the show. Or go to YouMadeItWeird.com, buy a t-shirt, buy a sticker, or come to a show. It's always nice to meet everybody after the show. A lot of 20-second hugs, a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's just good co- to connect people sharing their stories and their experiences with the podcast. Always means so, so much to me. So I hope to see you out on the road. It's been so fun with Chris there. Great, great shows. Uh, and in the meantime, enjoy the free, free podcast. Guys, Alice is so funny and so wonderful. So please enjoy. Let's get into it. Enjoy. Also, I just did a wonderful episode of uh, Chewing It, another Nerdist podcast that comes out today, uh, which was just so much fun with uh, Lemmy and Heffy. And uh, check that out as well, guys, if, uh, if this podcast is impossibly not enough me for you. Check out Chewing It. We had a good time. All right. Oh, God. Those are my Asian children. Oh, Do you have any yeah. Asian children? Um, not that I know of. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That was a real laugh, and then I made fun of my own laugh. I'm going to put these on. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Alice. Hi. Wetterland. Hello. Remember when I didn't know your last name? Yeah. You did, you did not like that. did not like that. You did not like that. I was like, what's the big deal? No, I didn't like it at all. It's not like people call you Alice Wetterland. You're Alice. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, it's a tax people calling me. You're, like go ahead and get it. It's Let's my just, dad. He, I pick it up and he's like, "Hello, Alice Wetterland." Like, <laughs> I get. You like, know what? Anyway, <laughs> I should just. I should just admit fault. I should have um, known your last name. My I've dad is very while. good at calling whenever I definitely don't want him to. Is that ironic? Um, the song. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's just my ringtone. It made me feel good. I was going through a hard time, and it made me feel good. Which one? Which. Which, the which, song? Which hard time. Which hard time? Okay. <laughs> was, it, was it your divorce? Yeah. <laughs> I it wasn't was trying divorce. to be cute. I was yeah, wondering yeah. if there was another uh, hard time. Right. Cause... No, the hard time we all know about. But it kind of, that hard time, yeah, it did create little babies of hard times. What do you mean? Like that hard time bred other hard times. What does that mean? Because like when you're going through like a big hard time, then like... <laughs> Many little other hard times. No children just kind of. staring at us. Fucking, <laughs> fucking beat it, weird They child. were just standing there. Just standing there. <laughs> just standing watching. Scram. I want to know about a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and can we just get it out of the way? Oh, you will. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> that was me? Yeah. You do a yeah, great me. <laughs> uh, go on. What do, you, what do you mean, baby hard times? Um, it's so hot in here. I'm so sorry. Oh, I think that t- I was just going to remark how the temperature's lovely. Really? It's just right for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thrive in like high humidity environments. You love a high humid. Mm-hmm. Most the people, w- you want it to be moist in here. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm. 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 <laughs> mm. 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 
Just sticking to my chair. <laughs> What's a baby heart done? Well, I um, like got that eye of the tiger. So it's like I was so upset, <clears throat> and my life was falling apart so hard that like the other things that would happen to me, which, which could have been good things, turned out to be bad things because I was just generally unable to c- cope and function. <laughs> so you know, I had to go to New York a bunch to shoot girl code and then that was so stressful and then i why just what did that have to do with the divorce i'm well, i'm okay. not arguing with you i'm just like i don't understand well uh, and i'm arguing with you no, yeah I, I just things <laughs> no one thought i was you arguing sound like my mother you. who's also my therapist uh, that explains some of my problems what if you were, oh my god what if that happened <laughs> my ther- oh that <laughs> the sounds like a thing ever. terrible pilot pitch <laughs> my therapist is my mother <laughs> not terrible. um bought it already <laughs> Somebody bought it for me already. Oh, I um, thought you were buying it. Um, I wish I could. If you could. Would you take 35 bucks? 35,000 bucks per page? Is that what they're going for? Ooh, <laughs> I, I got to make some phone calls. I've never sold oh, a pilot. Really? Have me you? Either. No. Mm, we'll no. I, um, on Craigslist. You sold. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? You sold a we pilot on Craigslist. We should try to Craigslist. do that, sell one on Craigslist. Just to have a story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilot for sale. Oh, um, I saw an ad in the newspaper that said attention Judd Apatow and it was like oh. a, a writer trying to get his attention oh wow yeah I but you, I wonder if it worked too because then someone tweeted this is how I saw it someone tweeted it yeah and then I was like oh maybe he did see it because he sees that stuff yeah seems like you just do that though. yeah why put out the thing in the paper in event oh tweet him in event yeah in also event. the hard copy it's something romantic about that oh I agree I like the idea of uh, Judd Apatow scouring the want ads. <laughs> I need a new something. idea. Oh, this guy's selling me one in the want ads. <laughs> but I don't quite like it. <laughs> but then he reads it. Yeah. He reads the whole thing. It's just not for me. I want the one that's going to uh, Figco. There's another one to Figco <laughs> right next to it. I want that one. It's funny because that's the thing. We've said that before. Is like if you tweet at somebody, please, you're my hero. Mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. my thing. Then you go to their feed. Bye. Girl. Yes. And they, they're saying it to Coke. Yes. Coke, please read my idea. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> Breaks your heart. Yeah. So, so let, let's okay. let's back up because back it up. Old Andy Haynes, your ex your ex husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How weird is that? Old Andy Haynes? No, ex husband. Yeah. Just strange. Yeah, we just um finished filing our divorce and so it's just gonna be processing for a while. Yeah, it takes it takes fucking ether. forever. It takes yes. forever. But I mean it felt uh over or or does that make it really feel over? Are you There's several steps to like um, postponing it the being overness. over. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Um I was talking like w- I, w- he and I have both kind of moved on and um you know, he's with somebody else. I'm with somebody else and like we're both like you know, we've been talking and you know we were not on horrible terms so it felt like the actual like finally getting to the like signing of the papers was going to be like oh finally am i right and kind of it was yeah but and i was not expecting this at all but there was like a terrible um i i was talking to will weldon about it who's another comedian who's also divorced and he called it uh brutally casual like just this this moment where you're just okay uh yes (laughs) Oh. That was shit. Yeah. <laughs> we both want this to be over. And it was just, he left and I just was like, totally fell apart. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is the worst. Like, I don't want this to be like this. And, um, brutally yeah. casual. I remember, see, you know what surprises me about that is I don't know. I always just thought you both were like, this was, I, and I actually haven't talked to Andy that much about mm-hmm. this. I'm not mm-hmm. like representing Andy. We, Andy Someone and I were hanging to out. Be. <laughs> so there's like 10 lawyers walk in right now. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. Hello. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <One's laughs> well, thank you. One one's was a, a more casual lady. Yeah, one's a lady. Not yeah, only. Sorry about these guys. <laughs> anyway, we just are here to represent Eddie Haynes. He's really lawyered up. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no. No. Uh, well, I, I, Andy and I were touring together when you were dating. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really talk to him during the whole divorce mm-hmm. thing. You know, he and I aren't that, that close or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know That's what anything. He said. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so fun? That's so fun. But my, my own, I'm realizing as I'm talking to you, my own yeah. personal interpretation, just hearing about it, because mm-hmm. you were only married. Yeah. How long? Um, uh, hey world, I guess we can say it, uh, a little over, I think two years because we were secretly married in Brooklyn. When we moved to LA, we were already married. Nobody knew about it. We didn't tell anybody because we didn't want our family to find out and then not come to our wedding because we both have family members that would be like, well, it's not a real wedding. Right. You I don't know? understand why. Because of religious because reasons? Of, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both, yeah. Kwanzaa. No. Um, he and I, uh, he, I had health insurance and we were already engaged at this point. Like, uh, we, got, we were only engaged for a little bit, basically, where it seemed like we were engaged for like a good two years. Mm-hmm. In actuality, we were only engaged for like <laughs> 10 months or something like that. Oh, right, I see. It looked like a long engagement, but it was a secret marriage. <laughs> secretly and what did you do? How did you get secretly married? You just went to the, we just went to the courthouse. Old yeah. whorehouse? Went old whorehouse. I heard yeah. whorehouse. In the Brooklyn. In, yeah. The Brooklyn whorehouse? The Brooklyn whorehouse. You went to the... Yeah. I still haven't really figured out how marriage works. But those papers that we signed <laughs> were edible. <laughs> it's fun. The whole thing's fun. You know, edible erotic paper. Like when I said a hard time, I meant boners. <laughs> Everyone. Boners hard, the hard time. Everyone had them. Um, so you were secret married for health insurance. Then did you feel married? That felt married? Or did you feel like it's just kind of logistics? That was where the trouble began. Pete. Was it? Um because I, I know you were, and I don't think anyone would mind saying you. It's interesting. I think this stuff is in service of relationships. Sure and you if do. you don't like it, we can take sure it out. Sure, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. You mind. had insurance because you were working. You were making decent money. That's true. And that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at? Just out with it, Pete. What is it that you want to know? It doesn't matter if it's male <laughs> to female. It's interesting whenever uh-huh. in a relationship oh. if somebody because I have a lot of friends like that. Yeah. Their boyfriend or their girlfriend will book a commercial. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and all of a sudden you go from zero yeah. to a lot. To hero. To, oh, <laughs> ditch the zero and get with the hero. Is that a vanilla ice? You went reference? To zero, from zero to hero. Uh, you went from zero to hero, and mm-hmm. then you you like out of pity married your yeah, <laughs> insuranceless yeah. Mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. Yeah. and that is so. Um, like, that's all I know. He got down on one knee, two knees, <laughs> and he said, "Make me the most pathetic man." <laughs> I know. You got down on two knees. Will you do me the favor, <laughs> the big favor? Um, we wanted to be married. <laughs> <laughs> we really were very in love, and we wanted to be married. Yeah. We wanted to. How long were you dating we before you got married? We were excited to be married. Yeah. Um, like a, I'm going to say like a year and eight months or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, really quickly. Most people just say two years at that point. Yeah, like well, because it was like, uh, yeah, it's it's honestly, it's kind of fuzzy. So two years probably. Sure. And um, <coughs> we got engaged after a year of, of, of like really dating. Yeah, um, but being like serious. Moved really fast kind of stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, 
I'm sorry. So it's then, so, it still sounds painful. I'm sorry. It, it, it's sort of, it's the harshest thing is that like, yeah, you just have this person that you're like very close with that you think is going to be in your life for all of eternity. And then they just are not going to be. Right. And, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel about it or like why it fell apart that's just always going to be shit yeah it's a bummer you know and i think that at the end of the day like there's a lot of a lot of the hard time for me was about like guilt about like my family and his family and people coming out and supporting us and then it falling apart in front of their faces because the two families are really getting divorced that's how i felt when i got divorced i felt like it was two families separating and and my parents had their own grieving process with that and as did their uh, her parents yes yeah and my parents are definitely still going through it they're really 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 upset so i I don't know why i just thought it was so i maybe it was because i knew about the secret marriage and then i was like oh they just love each other and they're being kind of modern about it Mm -hmm. and then i assumed that the divorce was then just as practical yeah parts (laughs) of it really were i mean we still can have conversations there's not like Neither of us are, like, screaming at each other, you know? There's, like, total civility and sometimes friendliness, but it's going to be a while before anything is really... There's any real kind of, I think, um, yeah, it takes time. camaraderie. Uh, but, yeah. Um, you said that's when things started going bad, after you got secretly married? <laughs> no, I just meant the feeling of, like, you asked me, did I feel married? Yeah. And I did. Like, I felt like... And then we'd have, like... But the fact that we were also having a wedding would be weird because it was like you know we would get you get in these fights where it's like if you're engaged to somebody (laughs) she waved just an endless train of kids coming out i know it's the same ones but what if it was just (laughs) endless like there's like little hatches and holes and they keep like we are the kids that live in the meltdown That it? I'm so angry. They're just in there. I'm talking about my divorce. (laughs) They have no idea. They're waving. They don't know what divorce is. (laughs) Divorce is bad. (laughs) Divorce. They're like way too old to talk like that. You'd be worried. Yeah, that's uh, something's wrong. They take the bus by themselves. Yeah, (laughs) they do. All right, so you felt married. Are you leading? And to- I wonder if Bleh. he didn't feel married. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, because we'd get in fights and it'd be like, well, but maybe we shouldn't even get married. And then we'd be like, but we are. But what? You know, it's just this weird nether place. Because right. part of the point of getting married is to be like, hey, world, support us. But if you're secretly married, you haven't, yeah. you haven't well, put what it is out that? there. So. It's like, yeah, what is that? Yeah, exactly. Are you asking me? I'm just saying all of marriage, and I'm saying this with as little bitterness as possible. Came in with a lot of cleavage. <laughs> a lot of cleavage. Katie could not breathe. All right. Katie could not breathe. She had ingested an almond. Sorry, that's what it was, but I secretly think okay. it's Oh, Oh, she's coughing because of yeah. your bosom. My bosom. Your bosoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all of marriage, and I'm honestly not feeling bitterness as I say this, is just kind of like a, a pretend thing. It's a play. Mm-hmm. It's a play. Yeah, it, you go like, it's like we're going to be together forever. See, yeah, it's useless. Woo! But at yeah. least you got it right when you said it's a public declaration of "Hey, support mm-hmm. us." Mm-hmm. So a secret marriage mm-hmm. is just like a new level of of nonsense, mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah. you say? Oh, sure. <laughs> Although that is. I mean, if you're anything like me, you'll find that all of these things are just, they become your precious ideas. Like mm-hmm. your, your movie, oh, yeah. Secret Marriage, seems like it could be written. Yeah. yeah. You know and what then... I mean? But I, I, I'm with you. I, under, I also understand Andy being like typical male thinking, I think. Mm-hmm. Going like, oh, that is just an artifice so I can go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe we shouldn't even have – because to yeah, the guy, totally. the party, the invitations is yeah. the wedding oh, for to sure. the guy. And you he know was I mean? right. 
about that. You think so? I think, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, we hadn't had the wedding, so we could have still much more easily gotten out of it. Yeah. You know, uh, but I wasn't. Documents but no when I, saw. I think, I, you know, but for me, I married him. And, uh, and I honestly, I, I remember our wedding in great detail and I loved having it and everybody who was there I'm so I don't think of it as a sad memory Mm. at all because it was wonderful and it was an awesome time and we spent so much money so I can't think of it as sad Uh, (laughs) but what really gets me is when I think about that courthouse thing that happened like the courthouse actual moment in the courthouse that we got married and when we were by ourselves and we just had one witness like that moment is that's very hard for me to think about yeah, Why? that was real for me. Yeah, one hundred percent real. And who was there? Brody Stevens? No. Yes. Oh my God! What? Saw it. Wasn't he there? Matrimony. <laughs> you did it. You got it. <laughs> signed. Brooklyn Whorehouse. <laughs> Witness. We've done it. Did it. No gift. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You think I'll get a gift? I won't. I won't. You don't have a registry. <laughs> that was someone else. That just became someone else. Why, why, why? Why, why? Why was that so hard? Well, um, no, just it was, that was wonderful. Like, that was amazing. I remember it super vividly because there was no pomp and circumstance, like walking into the courthouse. And it was early Did in you the dress relationship. Up? Not really. Like we just And then we got out And we're like We're married I I was so happy And I Like that's the moment I remember as being like Before all like The really terrible problems That you have in relationships That are just inevitable Kind of setting in And and our patterns And everything And the move was really hard on us And um, You were in New York And then you moved out here Yeah And so I remember that As being like that like that makes me sad. To that was the golden. That time. was like the golden time, yeah, and yeah, we had yeah. so much hope, and we, you know, there was no reason to think it would ever fail because we were so like, we just are. We're such a good team, you know. Mm. So yeah, it sucks to think. Is about that how then. you feel that they're inevitable? That's what stuck out from what you just said. <laughs> and then you know, moving and uh, wanting to kill each other, which is inevitable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I think just for us, the where we were in our lives, it was inevitable. Oh, I, I, I mean, agree with that. I, I think a lot of long-term relationships are inevitably going to. I mean, I, all relationships are going to end in heartbreak, regardless of whether or not you stay together forever because one of you is going to die right. or, you know, get sick. That's or, the best case scenario. Yeah. You know, um, so the, you, getting into relationships for me now going forward for the rest of my life is an, I'm going to acknowledge that and not, cause I think that that was the end of that era of innocence for me getting into that with Andy and going like, yes, you know, it's just like, I think that's right on. Yeah. I think it's really, really good. And that's something that I'm doing in this current relationship where it's like, you discuss that you discuss the end instead of avoiding it. Yeah. Always lurking. You you can be crazy in love and not think it's going to end and not feel like it's going to end, but still be like, look, I I don't want it to get to that resentful, quiet, angry place where you're like afraid to break up with me or something. You know what I mean? I think there's this idea in a lot of people's heads when they get together where it's like, now, if we just have the perfect relationship and we're the perfect two people for each other and we're our soulmate person we will get to this amazing zenith in which we never break up right or something like there's like this place that you can get to with another person where it's like it never ends and And that's not real i don't even know forget real i don't even know if that's the best no right (laughs) i remember i was in high school and somebody said an artist should have 
uh, a new partner every five years or something. Oh, that's interesting. And I was like, that's interesting to me because to me – that's where the growth is. It's yeah. not in just kind of riding it out. I, I'm not here to say that uh, monogamy and, and commitment are bad. In fact, yeah. I'm wired to enjoy those things. I really mm-hmm. value those things. That's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's so in there. So what was that earlier, Pete? What was what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what was that in the closet? Lawyers, huh? <laughs> strike that from from the record. Okay, we <laughs> She's the best. I'm so glad she's on she's staff. She's so good. She just takes a lot of the severity out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I really it's, like her style. Because you're uncomfortable. You and don't want to deal with it. she's dressed better than all of them. I think More so. professionally. I mean, she's more professionally dressed. She wears it well. I don't see it as a woman or a man. I'm just like, look, that's a lawyer. You know what? She's right here. Why are we talking about her? Like, she's not here. She said not to address her directly. Please, please don't address me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with you. Yeah. I just think it's a weird toxic thing even in the greatest relationship to uh just work under the assumption Mm -hmm. of some sort of fantasy of things lasting forever and always being perfect forever and all that sort of stuff people that talk about marriage typically talk about and successful marriages talk about surrender and 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 that sort of like i just knew i wasn't gonna get my way yeah and i hammered my own foot off you know what i mean Uh, she kept insisting i'd be one-footed well i think those people i i listened to a ted talk about a guy who almost died in a plane crash and he was saying like i don't fight with my wife anymore because i don't care about being and i'm sure he still does but he was just getting to that place of being able to say i just want to be happy i don't need to be right anymore mm. like that's not an important thing in my oh, life wow. anymore very interesting so that's like an very dark thing so the, the the marriage fantasy the love fantasy mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm with you when when you're in a, a honeymoon phase of a relationship there's nothing better it's mm-hmm. like the hardest cut of a drug i think mm-hmm. there is i just think w- i'd like to hear how you're doing it that idea of just not pretending i just an end doesn't mean a failure. I've said it a billion times. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that's true. Yeah. And I really the, then enjoy... Then at funerals would be like, wow, you really fucked up along the way. <laughs> you got to be 79. That's his first mistake. <laughs> a complete failure. <laughs> yeah. This, here yeah. lies a failure. And everybody would just come and do a victory lab like, ha <laughs> Still alive, asshole. <laughs> exactly. Things, but we know that intellectually that things can end yeah. and and be better for it and be glad for it. It's that every loved and lost sort of thing. Yeah. But why do we? I think that's the beginning for me personally. If you have a briefcase, and I swear to God, I've worked on this so hard, I don't think I have this briefcase anymore. But it's you're in a relationship and you start like taking these little notes of things that are just horse shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like you the the move was tricky, mm-hmm. and then you put a brick in that briefcase mm-hmm. and that and so now the briefcase is heavier and then the next thing would be like and we're pretending like I just think that the briefcase comes heavy yeah because the briefcase itself is like your own shit we're gonna be yeah your own oh that's yeah. even better your own shit I just yeah. meant like the artifice of like we're gonna be together marriage is a real thing and it's great when we're gonna be different from our parents five so, ton brick five right. ton brick and now if the if the marriage ends, yeah. then like that that whole thing was bullshit. Then your parents were like you're putting all this shit on this thing, yeah. which are really just two people. You're yeah. not even related. I remember that in my divorce, being like, yeah. we're not even related. You're just <laughs> someone I met. I just met you yeah. on the street, <laughs> and now I'm supposed to be like, ah, I'll Bloody. never be the same. Yeah, they're not my blood. They're just yeah. some fucking random person you who was there when I was the perfect mix. Sorry if I spit on you. Perfect yeah. mix of Open, horny, desperate, right. uh, curious, yeah. innocent, married them. Yeah. And then when I broke up, I remember it was one of the first times I did drugs. I, I just mean weed. I was laying in bed and I had that epiphany. I was like, mm-hmm. 
there was just someone I met. There's yes. billions of people. Oh, yeah. And I That's met an that one. Important thing to remember. <laughs> That are there are no, that there's billions of people. You got that because, funny face, though. No, I do. I have <laughs> not one your of those face. Faces. I just mean yeah, like yeah. you have one of those. I have kidding? resting. I have resting goof face. You have resting. I think she might be joshing with me. Face. Yeah, yeah. I That's don't know all. what. It's a mischief. It's a good. F- <laughs> it's a ding. It's a, glint. a little bit of a glint. It's a glint. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, well I'm, a little, I'm a bit of a little shit. So. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. I think that one thing that contributes is like your <clears throat> dopamine level in the beginning of any relationship is like spiking and it's this heroin. So the rest of the relationship then is sort of like a weird addiction to like, but why can't we get back to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, because that was never meant to last and that's not what it's about. I'm completely there with you. In fact, if we could get rid of that. Yeah. You know? Alice? This is something that I've been working on in therapy recently and in, yeah. my, in my new relationship. I'm like, fuck infatuation. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it. Yeah. I, I, I like telling my girlfriend, like, I love you, I need you, all that sort yeah. of stuff. But, like, I, I, and I've said this many times on the podcast, so forgive me, everybody. But it's, I don't want that, like, I can't eat without you. Yeah. I can't sleep without you. Fucking eat and sleep without me. Right. Love yourself. Well, yeah. It's the ironic that um, when two people are not whole already, they look yeah. to complete each other, yeah. but you can't, but people who, uh, but people who are not whole look for other people who are whole to complete them, and it's mm. like the, it never fits together. You That's just right. have to be the person. <laughs> You're just one point five. Yeah, you should be two. You need to be the guy, and that person, I think, should be encouraging you to not be like to not like come and get the IV drip of of whatever attention they're giving you, whatever love or cuddling or sex or whatever it is they're giving you. They should be telling you that. They should be helping you be a full person. Mm-hmm. I, and I've done the, I can't, I've literally had the, I can't sleep without this person. I can't uh-huh. eat without oh, this sure. person. Like yeah. I'm sick we without this person. Yes. Fuck that yeah. shit. Well, That's I mean. addict behavior. I think it, you know, it's something to learn from it, but it's just an awareness thing. If you're not aware of it, then it's useless. It's a useless lesson. See, again, yeah. that, that one that I'm talking about, the infatuation relationship ended. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it was a failure. I learned the most invaluable lesson from that. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that like, I got, a, I got some out of it. <laughs> no, I got a lot out of it. Yeah. I, at the end, I grabbed. Squeeze the blood out of the rock. pity has got to get what's good and he's got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, moving forward, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Let's relieve the tension mm-hmm. that you never asked for. Yeah. You inherited that mm-hmm. nonsense. Yep. Just be in the present. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I talk to, good friends of mine, sweet friends, where they're like... Sweeties. Sweeties. Mm-hmm. Real sweetie patates. Mm-hmm. Little puffs. Little puffs of sweet that you cut with a wedding <laughs> so fork. So delicate. Mm-hmm. Really, it melts in your tongue. Oh, These people that are talking expensive. about like, oh, you know, uh, it's going great with Karen. Yeah. What's wrong? Well, I just don't know where it's headed, you know, like, uh, just be yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Just, you're, you're, oh, you're uh, taking here's where on... it's headed. Certain disaster. But there's something zen about that, right? <laughs> yeah. We can be For sad, sure. but you're saying, and, it, and it's a great Louis C.K. bit, too, where he talks about the best case scenario is they get sick and they die. Okay. We can be sad about that, or you yeah. can be liberated. Be liberated. You do, this is a big thing for me in relationships. Relax. You don't own anything. Yeah. You don't own yourself. No. You don't own your breath, your body. None of this is yours. Oh, we're so you're just, on the same page. You're yeah, right. I love it. This is some. So this much. is some real shit. I've, so, like, when you start going, like, I don't know where it's gonna go. When I talk to my guy friends, I don't know where it's gonna go. Fucking relax. Yeah. You didn't 
ask for the construct of marriage. Yeah. It was given to you yeah. as an American growing up in this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's lots of different bullshit versions of it. And I'm not saying that marriage can't be a lovely thing. Kumail and Emily, Emily over our shoulder, you know, my go to. I heard that they've been having. <laughs> But they're, they're – I, I can't speak for them. I just know that they're lovely and beautiful and open yeah, and honest. I've never – they don't yeah. go around pretending anything. They're right. just being with the person. Just be yeah. with the person. Guys fucking break up with girls all the time. Why? Because I don't think it's yeah. serious. I don't think I want to get ma- – just be with the person. And if that person won't let you and it's a shit or get off the pot then sort of thing – Then that's what that's, that is, yeah. Then get out. That's yeah. not your person anyway. Mm-hmm. You need somebody – sorry, I'm on a little tear here. But you need somebody that understands. I want to be with you when in this moment, mm-hmm. in this moment, mm-hmm. which, is all, which is everything. Mm-hmm. Let's stop hypothesizing 25 yes. years in the future – Fuck you, you goddamn lunatic. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, we're taught, though, too. I mean, it's n- it makes no sense. It's completely illogical. But everything in our, co- like, everything in our programming from when we're born in terms of, like, na- not nature, but nurture. Yeah. And to some extent, nature has taught us to plan ahead for yes. the thing yep. it's the thing that's coming and there's always a thing coming that you have to plan for and a lot of times when you've been parented and parenting is just damaging for mm-hmm. most people mm-hmm. uh, well, two amateurs just freestyling a baby right, raise <laughs> right you're being parented for not you're being uh, you're preparing for not having your basic needs met yeah. you're preparing for abandonment yeah. so whatever that means you sabotage or you cling or whatever version of it it is it's because you're planning for that person to leave you or not meet your basic needs so you're always like waiting for that exact thing to happen but you can act like you're not and you're like cool with whatever and you're in the present but unless you like acknowledge that like that's a tendency that you can slip into yeah. unless you acknowledge it and go like oh this is this ego shit mm. where I'm I'm like, I need something from you right now. Your job is to make me happy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And t- until you notice yourself saying mm-hmm. that, then you're not going to be able to like work with the reality of being with another person. That's right. It's just not going to work out. You, it, it, self-love comes up every episode, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. It, it, you need to be able to love yourself. I'll stand by it? Yeah, I <laughs> stand by it. It's my campaign platform. It's my, yeah, if I had a campaign, oh that would God. be it. It would be love yourself. Absolutely. Vote for you. A vote for me. Oh, that's already a thing. Vote for yourself. Oh, that is... <laughs> but it's like a vote for me is a vote for you, but what if yours is like, vote literally for you. <laughs> literally cast right your vote in for yourself. you. And hopefully... They'll get it. Enough people will know that... That's my I'm thing. I'm hoping it works out, but whatever. <laughs> Just zen about it, you know? But it, it, it goes back, and I, I've referenced this cartoon before, but Leo Cullum, who actually, yeah, it wasn't that recently, but he passed away. Great New Yorker cartoonist. Clown giving a boy. I care for him. <laughs> I hate it. I'm so sorry. Funny. I'm sorry. I love a, bo- a clown is giving a boy a balloon, and he says, but remember, you're responsible for your own happiness. That's true. Yes. There's just people that go, and I, again, yes. I'm not talking about any specific relationship of mine, except a lot of them. Yeah, I was going to get. I was like, "Can you help me mm-hmm. think I'm handsome? Mm-hmm. Can you help me think I'm funny?" Mm-hmm. It needs to get to that point where you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't need it. Yeah, you just enjoy it. And the reason that <laughs> if, it, I think you start that pro- that pattern is because the, in the beginning, the answer to that question is always yes, right. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll help you feel great. 
Yeah. I'll help you feel funny. I'll help you feel realer than you've ever felt. More handsome, more uh, effective, and mm. you know whatever. I influence people now, and it's just like because oh, <laughs> you know, of Kathy, I just I feel like I'm who I'm, I want to be I'm with her. In. You know, right? And that's just fucking drugs in your system. Yeah, it's, you're on heroin. You're dumbass. on a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're on a, a weird. Love and it's drug. not something to be ashamed of. I think it's part of it. It's something that bonds us together, and it's like it's real. Right. You know, and I think that. Um, I've learned from being in relationships with, where that's present and where it's not present. I think the fact that it's there is good. I just think that don't let it fuck you up. Yep. Which that's the whole thing, I guess. There's a song no, on. There's a have lot you of sadness heard, involved. Have you in all this. been to Avenue Q? No, the, I've never seen it either. Let's go. Um, <laughs> can we go, Pete? Please, I really want to see it. Um, It'd be a great scamp <laughs> in like a musical. I just need a couple of dollars. So <laughs> I listened to Dan Savage's podcast, mm. and mm-hmm. um, he his mom died, and so he said that he sat on a park bench and listened to this song for now from Avenue Q when he was going through his mother's death. And I listened to it and it's just the best. It's a bunch of Muppets singing about like the transiency, like the impermanence of life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, each time you smile, it'll only last a while. <laughs> life may be scary, but it's only temporary. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. And so I listened to that song on repeat when I was in like divorce mode. See, okay, that again, I'm completely there with you. It is a very kind of Buddhist approach, but it's like we put this unrealistic expectation again on these things when everything is ending. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The surrender is bliss. Mm-hmm. We talk about the Buddha reaching nirvana, and it really was that sort of surrender and being like, I'm not going to set myself up for that mm-hmm. pain. By mm-hmm. saying I, if I if I squeeze my fists and clench my face, like I'm, mm-hmm. I won't die. Yeah, I'll never die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as I have an iPad yeah. coming in the mail, I'm not going to die. As long yeah. as there's that n- new episode of that uh, that of Fargo yeah. on the mm-hmm. DVR, I'm not going to die. Yeah, nope, everything's that gone. one is true. Uh, no one. What if there is one thing? There is an one. episode of Fargo. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, and I think one of the reasons why that joke is so funny is there is always a part in our stupid brains mm-hmm. that goes like. I'm there's a chance I'm the one. Yeah. <laughs> because every movie, I was just thinking about yeah. that movie Apocalypto. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that bad of a movie. Uh, and the, everybody's getting sacrificed. Uh-huh. And the hero is in line. And it really looks like he's going to die, but it's like 20 minutes into the movie. Right. <laughs> so you're like, he can't. That's how oh, we feel. Yeah. We're the star of the movie. So we're right. like, even if oh, the knife that's a huge thing. is in the sky, we're like, not me. Well, that's a huge thing when you said star of the movie. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I'm working with right now is that like, because especially I think because we are what we do, you know, we're yeah. writing a lot and we're, you know, it's all like we're, paid to be on stage and talk from our perspective about our ideas and it's like this we have a projector and it's like everything in our life is part of our movie Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and everybody's an actor in our movie and they're just extras in the background people we don't know and we're constantly like firing directors you know getting new Mm -hmm. self-help books and shit Mm -hmm. like that and it's all about turning it off like turning off the projector and not this is not my philosophy it's a real thing that I've read about Susan Piver is a like a meditation teacher I like I subscribe to uh, <laughs> it's it's incredible just turn it off completely it's yeah. not you if because if you're if it's your movie and you're all actors in my movie 
then how are you your own mo- you know what I mean it doesn't work out because you all have your own movies right. too right 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 well, what it is is that it's not a fucking movie right that's it's right. moment to moment and then that's all that, that it is right there's no there's to- no storyline yep. at all yep just drop it we want to add narratives drop to it. things like uh, a dog uh, <laughs> But you see, I see it sometimes just in like something like my show getting canceled. Mm-hmm. The more distance I have from that, mm-hmm. the better the narrative I have for it. Uh-huh. I, it becomes more clear. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it feels more clear. Mm-hmm. I don't think that means it actually is. Yeah. I'll just be like, okay. it all makes sense now. Okay. Well, you're getting more information over I time. I guess, but I'm also just getting better at telling myself the story. Right. I just have more time, more more goes. More people ask about it. Uh-huh. You get all these rehearsals. Oh, that's interesting. And then you're hearing yourself just articulating the story that you've been telling yourself. Oh, I know exactly what you're You know what I mean? About. Yes. So all mm-hmm. these events that were over like a, a mm-hmm. like the show ending was like a four month period uh-huh. get squished in this fucking kid, the squished into like this one sound bite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and that that turns into the movie and when really it's I, a rote thing that you're telling people, it becomes real in your mind. It's and- memento. Yeah. It's the guy going like, I'm mm. going to create another John G. I'm going to have mm. a purpose to live. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell me, myself a story that's convenient to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. we all do that. Yeah. I'm sorry about your show. Oh, that's I okay. Like I'm it. sorry about your marriage. And I, I'm not just saying that yeah. to hit the ball back. Wait a minute. Were they connected? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up, Petey. Back it up. I think we got some here. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting. Take my own divorce. Yeah. That story, I've become... A master at telling it. I, yeah. I don't think I did anything wrong. Yeah. But God, we call it perspective and therapy and talking mm-hmm. about it with your friends and stuff. I can talk about it without any emotional response. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. That's a real. It, it's been. It's been seven years. Yeah. So yeah, you should you should be able to. That's how long we were together, and that's right. what they say. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know if that's true. I've been yeah. feeling pretty good for a while. But anyway, uh, you get you get real good at telling yourself that story. But you're right. Turn the projector off. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. I think. Because really, it's going to change again anyway. And so what that was, like years yeah. from now, you're because the real thing is that four months ago, you were a different dude. That's right. And that person's dead. Yes. That person's gone. Literally dead. That's what uh, I, I blew my mind, but I'll keep bringing it up. I said to uh, Deepak Chopra, D.P. Chopes was on the show. Yes. And I was talking to him about Amazing. death. And he's like, what do you mean? Baby you is already dead. Yes. <laughs> he, and then he said, married you is dead. Yes. You're always dying. It's, yeah. You, you, you don't have... Anything. And so much suffering, and this is a little bit of the Buddha, but so much suffering mm-hmm. is when we start telling ourselves that, we, that we're not, mm-hmm. when, when we want to participate yes. in that illusion. Yes. And marriage mm-hmm. is one of those things where you go, not us. Yes. We're Absolutely. the magic golden ship in the clouds yes. to happy city. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's why we want this piece of paper and legality and lawyers all later on. It checks out. I tried to do the lady. <laughs> That was my time being a lady. That checks out. <laughs> but the, it's it's sculpting things. Mm-hmm. It's recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, doing shows. It's having specials. It's being on television. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, we're all just trying to be like, not me. I'm around mm-hmm. for yeah. keeps. See, yeah. but like the thing that fucking drives me crazy, or you know, not in the bad way. I watch so many uh, TV and film, and uh, there it's always someone someone fucked somebody else, or, yes. or someone did something that they didn't approve of. Like, yes. even if it's like uh, I like the movie This Is Forty a lot. She's like mad mm-hmm. at pa- uh, Paul Rudd for eating cupcakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you don't own them. Yeah, you don't own anything. Right. <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. even own your own emotions. Yeah. You're crying in the shower because yeah. you're turning forty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like when I see a show I, again. I'm watching Fargo currently, and they're like, "Yeah, I got divorced." Turns out he was fucking our personal trainer. I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I don't mean to be too, like, you know, nihilistic and blown apart, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he probably was horny and wanted to fuck his personal trainer. Right. Why, well, did, why did that ruin everything for right. you? Right. Well, the Buddha, <laughs> the Buddha, the Buddha, the Buddha, the Buddha, the Buddha also talks about a balanced approach. You know, Ooh. there's no, I mean, you, what you're saying uh. is all real stuff that's true you don't own anybody and but you know when you make an agreement with somebody to be a part of a marriage i mean buddhists get married you know that's weird so i find that weird yeah (laughs) i i mean because i'm i'm with you on it i think it's a i mean i think not just i'm not gonna go for me it's not right i'm gonna say outright i think it's a thing in our society that we don't need and we are just still doing because for most people, it's like not us. Yeah, we're the ones that are going to escape the inevitable, you know. Death and divorce. Yes, death and divorce. All of the things. But. Um, balance. But the idea of balance um, being that, well, but, well, she agreed not to. She agreed to, to not sleep with other or people. Or eat those cupcakes. Or, well, the, I mean, who agrees to not eat cupcakes? Am I right? Paul There's Red's a bunch character. of people here. Um, well, the idea, though, being that, like, Arteries. but you're disrespecting your... Oh, I completely agree. ...agreement that you made, which I you're not... I completely agree. What I... You I, can't just be like, but whatever, we're all going to die. Yeah, yeah, no. That's a not balanced approach. But I think what's fun about... I hope what's fun about me coming at it that way mm-hmm. is because I came at it the complete uh, opposite yeah, way for right. so long. Yeah, so I get a real kick out of being like, fuck everything. Yeah. But that's why I think whatever you're... Here's what I would love people to realize. Mm-hmm. In, myself included, of course. I'm always talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Is the idea that you don't There's have, literally a mirror for people... At home. He's literally looking. There's a mirror <laughs> between us. I can see him, but he doesn't I'm know just what talking I'm, to myself. The cleavage thing, he was like, I don't know. <laughs> literally can't see it. <laughs> I have to do it this way. I have to do it this way. <laughs> that would be so uncomfortable. It would be so distracting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh... Here's what I want everyone to realize is you don't have to order off the in-flight menu. You don't right. you don't have to. Yeah. You can leave the restaurant. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I can't believe that we, I, I watch a lot of documentaries and you see people from different parts of the country and you're like, oh, that that's a guy that his son just uh, made a joke about being gay and, and the father, a minister, said, I would punch you in the head if you told me you were gay. Mm-hmm. 2014. Yeah. Uh, so I understand mm-hmm. there are lots of different mm-hmm. menus going around. Yeah. But you don't have to just go, the guy next to me ordered the marriage and the kids and mm-hmm. the and the religion and mm-hmm. the values. Mm-hmm. And this guy did too. And, and the pressure's on me. You don't have to. You yeah. can jump off the plane. Yeah. You can jump right off. You can. But I think also... Uh, or as you said, turn the film off. Yeah. Turn the film off. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> I think all those things are... I mean, that's kind of where it all comes from, is this idea that other people are getting these things, right, that you want for yourself, because doesn't it seem so secure? Here's right. why. They're not you. Right. That's why it seems like you want those things. And you can only Because see you're them. not sitting in them right now. Yeah. You know that thing where you go through a breakup and you're sad and you just see all these other couples? Yeah. Um, I remember, like, you know, horrible divorce time, and I'd be walking around and being like, see, they've got it. See, they've got it. Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. I, w- I remember... Um, when my friend Tom Sibley, who uh, was like counseling me a lot during my terrible time, I was like, you know, like all my friends are like having babies and they're so happy. And he was like, oh, you think they're happy? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing a movie now. You're not like, 
you're doing the thing that other people want to do because everybody is. Right. You know, from an outside perspective. Right. But you're not them all day. Yeah. That's right. And it, you can never be. I and sometimes that, I want to yeah. be. What? Like, not, like, in terms of, like, just to have somebody else's actual life. I want to, like, be John Malkovich, oh, somebody yeah. else. And I, I don't like that. That's one thing I don't like about the way that our minds work is that we we have this illusion that we are this same person our whole lives. And I want... I want to be a completely different, like, I want to be an old man, like a literally be. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll never get to be an old man. I, you know? That to me. Bothers me. Is <laughs> I'm completely with you, you a billion percent. <laughs> yeah. And that also to me is, is the fantasy of the world freezing. Uh, you know what I mean? And being mm-hmm. able to go around, you're the yeah. only one that can move and you can yeah. see what everybody was doing. Mm-hmm. So you see like Tom Cruise kind of pensively looking in the mirror. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Whoever it is you think it is. 17 because hours a day. That, you want to tell the, uh, <laughs> if you freeze time, there's a good chance that's what he's doing. If, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Going back to the story we tell ourselves, mm-hmm. right? The way that we take our past and turn it into an mm-hmm. identity and mm-hmm. a narrative and a story. Mm-hmm. We're leaving out so much stuff. I was just mm-hmm. thinking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, I jerked off to somebody's Twitter profile picture three times the other day. Mm-hmm. It was because they said something mean to me. <laughs> I couldn't oh even I couldn't God. even figure it out, but she was hot. And I was yeah. like, oh, this girl hates me and I'm going to jerk off to her picture. Interesting. With that, it's nice that you discovered that nice kink for yourself. Uh, I didn't really do it for me. I'd, I'd tell you if it did, yeah. and I was kind of grateful that yeah. it was more that she was hot. <laughs> oh, okay, well there you go. There you go. But uh, but I was like, nobody. My my father spent still is spending his life making sure that nobody would ever think anything like him, Ooh, like yeah. he's ever done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's still that sort of production value to mm-hmm. it. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Yeah. I, I am a together person. Yeah. I, I'm dressed nicely today. I'm very yeah. sweaty right now. But you know what I mean? Like, I am together. I will yeah. help you move. Yeah. I, I, I have good advice. I'm, mm-hmm. I read books. I also sometimes get hooked up on some strange perversion and be like, I'm going to jerk off yes. to this three mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And then I just remove that. From the story. Right. I just go, nah, that's not me. Even as I'm telling it to you, yeah. it just sounds like a cute anecdote. It wasn't cute. Yeah. It was this weird, desperate right. move. Right. Because I was feeling very alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like probably self-hating or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's in the past now. But like it shouldn't be gone. We forget what's convenient to forget is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I think. If um, you could be an old man, you could see that old man. His truth. Yeah. It's so fucking hot. It is hot. What are you doing, Katie? Oh, air. Air. <gasps> Let's get that for listeners at home. Here. What were air. you going to say? Air. <laughs> um, I like what you're saying. I agree with you. I, you know, because we, we were, we, because there's the only reason to like constantly go over things that we've done that we feel ashamed about is to inflict ourselves with like shame and flagellate and just be like, oh, we're the worst over and over again. And to oh, incorporate it into a reason, just they all become reasons to beat yourself up at the end of the day. But, um, yeah. But I also feel like I, I have had a hard time myself like taking responsibility for things that I've done and go and going. You know, like I had a fight with a really close friend of mine recently, and he said some really inflammatory like <laughs> things to me. At, at some of the things were as bad as "you have become an intolerable person." Um, just you know, is a close sometimes, person. Yeah, to you. Yeah, and um, you know, sometimes you have those friends that just are will say dramatic things. Um, 
But I had to have a discussion with him because I knew that he was really angry with me and he had some criticisms of the way I'd behaved that were real and I really thought were correct. And I, I wanted to own and I wanted to go like, I wanted to say, you know, that I was sorry and I did say that I was sorry, but I had a hard time not just owning that I did them, not just taking responsibility for them and then not going like, I'm the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't just go, oh yeah, you know what? That's something I've done and I have to be more aware of that I'm doing in the future. I can't, it's like really hard for me to just do that Mm -hmm. and not backslide into, oh, and this is all part of why I'm shit and I'm going to turn out just like, you know, my my dad, you know, (laughs) just whatever thing about whatever relative or person at that moment that I'm imagining I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where is that middle ground? Because it's yeah, because it's really empathy with another person and going like, oh, I affect you. Things I do affect you. Right. You know, and that's a point of like, that's a powerful thing to take your own ego out of it because the people think that if they self hate, then they're not egotistical, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh no, but I hate myself. I'm not egotistical. No, you're the most egotistical right, right, right. <laughs> because yeah. you could, everything has to come back to you and you're how, why you're shit. Right. Whereas it's actually, I was just talking about me or we were just talking about the world or whatever. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. about That's funny. Story. In fact, I think the most egotistical people I know go to the go-to of like yeah. how much they suck. Yeah. And how things aren't going their way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're, it's interesting that you say that. I, that's challenging to me because, in the good way, because I'm telling you that I'm jerking off uh, to this girl um, and that doesn't really affect anybody. Yeah. It would be harder for me to be like, and I'm an uncaring person. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or like, isn't that oh, cute? Oh, yeah. That oh, like, sure. when I'm in the car, I I don't give a shit about driving safely. Oh, I, right. I can't even, like, because right. that, that affects other people. Right. I right, just don't right. buckle up and I blow red lights. Exactly. That's yeah, me, yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, and that's the linchpin. Does it affect other people? Like, whether right. or not... Oh, but was this something that impacted other people or whatever? Was it yeah. like, boom, boom, bodies? Who cares? Right, right, right. I just really want to do that sound effect. Just be in the present, man. Those, yeah. those corpses, are, <laughs> yeah. they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. I mean, were they ever there? Who yeah. knows? Yeah, anyway, yeah. smoke we're a day. We're all the star of our own movie. <laughs> Beer pong tonight. <laughs> the worst guy. Donuts in the parking lot. Well, that really is the problem, <laughs> yeah. that there still needs to be accountability oh. towards other people. Yeah. I am so sweaty. Oh. No, I'm not looking to you to do anything. I just want you home, to know Pete that. He is it, sweaty, but he is dressed nicely. Uh, it just no looks lies. like I am crying. Right now. <laughs> no, it does not. It feels like I. His look, cheeks are flushed. It feels like his it eyes, a piercing blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better. I didn't know that was a fan. That looks like a heater. <laughs> Katie, are you putting a heater on me? Oh man. Ooh, that's nice. Right there. Yeah. That fan is close to looking like as as robotic of a fan. Yep. As like a British robot. I, I feel like you can order a cup of tea from that family. possibly ride away. Ride away, Peter. <laughs> ride away. <laughs> so you want to be an old man. That was. I felt like I didn't give you your due on that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I just wanted to know if... It's a thing I've had in my head recently, and I wanted to know if you'd also felt that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not that I like don't want to be myself or that I hate my, being myself. I, I just like... I will never know what it's like to have a dick. Mm. I, I want to know you, what it's like. You can't imagine. I feel like I can kind of imagine what it's like to have a vagina. <laughs> I bet you can. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just that was had, good. You set me right up. That was good. Or to have like uh, That was very good. I didn't even realize or to, a joke had happened. <laughs> or to have, yeah, mu- like upper body strength. Yeah. That 
a guy would have. I mean, because it's not like I'm going to get really built. I could, I guess. Right. But like just to complete and then be physically in another person's head and then just see oh, what just it's like see, to walk around. I think about that all the time with yeah. a friend or whatever, like uh, be in the Third Street Promenade, yeah. Santa Monica. So like, yes. a, like a kind of a colorful place. I wonder what those colors in this Sometimes I, because everyone for the most part is shorter than me, I'll just lower myself to where they are. Yeah. And I'm like, that tree is huge. Yes, that's interesting. Everything Uh is so different to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I I, I thought about that. I think about that all the time. I have a a mole on my arm that grows Mm -hmm. weird hair. Mm -hmm. So I shave it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't have my shirt off that often, but I'm like, you never know. <laughs> Swim time for Pooty, man. Swimming time. <laughs> so it's just part of my routine. Shave, uh, then just a quick, I don't even yeah. think about it, whoop, right yeah. on the guy. It doesn't even have hair on yeah. it because I shave it every day. Yeah. Uh, so then I always thought if someone took over my body, one of the first things I'd realize is like, I think he was shaving this hair because like these weird hairs would be coming That's out of it. That's what I'm talking about, right? I love that. Like you'd see – this is why I like – you know, there's a little part of all of us that like snooping a little yeah, bit. Yeah. We want to body snatch. I would love to body yeah. snatch. Oh. Here's what's nuts. We might get there with like virtual reality. Yes. And, and also the mind has the capability of going anywhere and being anybody. Like you just dream about it or whatever. I agree. You just dream. You just dream about it. No, I, I, it. I believe so. that with a, either with a hallucinogen or perhaps some deep Astral meditation, project. you could you could absolutely mm-hmm. get a very convincing feeling mm-hmm. that you had a dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, yeah. I, I'm with you. I find that stuff so fascinating. Most people are like, I, would like to, for I instance, could do without it. Or I'd like to be, you know, uh, like a successful comedian. I'm just kidding. Um, I like to be somebody who could just kill reliably. You know what I mean? Like, what would that feel like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a bad set last night. So. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Informs Whatever. the good sets. I, I, I think of it as an opportunity. Really defensive, though. I think it's an opportunity. So to, to grow. It's a yeah, learning yeah. moment. No, I grew a lot. Bombing is important. It's really important. <laughs> if I bomb, it's like it's because I want to. <laughs> the worst guy. I think... Uh, I will tell you this. You talk about your body swap thing. Mm. The more famous that I meet, the more people that you mm-hmm. would think these people have it all together mm-hmm. and they are just killing it and they can never stop killing it are you're, – you're either secure or insecure. Yes. Yes. Your person. You know, right? But like I feel like I know people that haven't done that much that are, that are zen and mm-hmm. in touch. Oh, yeah. And for sure. detached. Yeah. And they'll always be that way. And then there are the people that have, like, clawed and teeth their way up to mm-hmm. where they're at. And, like, uh, you'd be surprised the people yeah. that are, like, you know, think of who's on top, uh, yeah. who's in the movies these days. I, I don't, I'm yeah. not saying I actually know these people, but, like, just think of Jason Bateman yeah. is still probably partially yeah. craving relevance mm-hmm. and will always be craving relevance. Yeah. Unless it, it almost goes back to, like, a married to life thing. You need to surrender yeah. and just be yeah. like... And now I am irrelevant. I think with the accessibility <laughs> of like celebrity and like the way that people, uh, you know, back in the olden days, like we didn't have blogs and internets and whatever. And uh, celebrities just weren't as accessible oh, yeah. as they are now. And I think that people at home, like who are smart enough, can figure that out at this point. Like, oh, that person's not happy. Right. I don't need those things. And I think 
um, I think that's a good thing that we're getting to that point as yeah. a society that we can be like, oh, I get it. Right. Getting all the attention and it's all the like wealth doesn't We've fix all seen it? behind okay. the music now. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I, hopefully this, this sort of change in our consciousness yeah. will, will change how celebrities and how so. everybody Christ. lives. Because I met uh, Cameron Diaz the other Cammy day. Cammy Diaz. Cammy Diaz. I did a, like, a promo for their movie, The Sex Tape, and because cross promo, girl, God. And uh, I got to act in a thing with Cameron Diaz and Jason Segel and it was so thrilling and amazing. Uh, I had a photo of her with me that I sent to, I didn't tweet it, I sent it to some of my friends. Mm. Everyone asked me the same question, like all the female friends of mine. Oh, does she have wrinkles? <laughs> does she have wrinkles? And it's like, she's a human being, so yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like, God damn she's it. She's 54 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, she's, not, she's not that old. No, no, no. I feel like I've been no, watching no, no. Karen Diaz for she's, 30 years. Right. Well, she's been around a long time. Yeah. She's, I don't know how old, she, how old she is. But, but she looks great. She's fucking radiant. And her. And by the way, she had wrinkles. Her wrinkles made me want to have wrinkles. Yeah. I was like, how can I get... Oh, she's like so incredible. Yeah. And just vivacious and amazing. And it was just like, yeah, such a beside the point question Cammy to ask. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, oh, is this person also human and fallible? Right. You know the answer. But I, I think I think where we're going as a people is potentially to some sort of reality where we do know everything about everybody. Yeah. Okay. I, like <laughs> I think that's... I mean, if you look at how preposterous the breach of privacy Facebook yeah. would be to our, our great-grandmother, yes. I think there's going to be something that's as preposterous <laughs> to you and so. I. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not upset by this. <laughs> because where's the button for my grandson? I'm, where's the button? Where's the button for my grandson? <laughs> that... I heard he's being bullied. I don't like it. She's like going to defend him, though. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. But Grandma got on social network. You've come up with two film ideas. Get over here. (laughs) Let me grab you by your virtual ear, young man. (laughs) She's so savvy. Leave Tawny alone. That's right. His name's Tawny. He hasn't decided if he's a boy or a girl yet. We're going to let him. She's so progressive. She's the most progressive. She can't find the button. So right now she's doing this in the AOL search bar. This is where she's typing it. It's not on Facebook. Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love playing old lady characters. It's great. It's great. Yeah. So anyway, I, I do think there will be something that, as weird as Facebook is to a, yeah. a typical, not this yeah. one, but a great grandma, there'll be something where it's like, what do you mean they know everything? What right. do you mean your entire brain is uploaded to something? And right. like, oh, this user's private, which means which only means you only yeah, get their yeah. frontal lobe. Yeah. And I mean, the big question, of course, like how to monetize it. Yeah. Right. How can I get it on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean, were doing a comedy bit. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. How can I get in on it? Let, oh, oh, what? Bitcoin. <laughs> if it's going to be Bitcoin, I'm surprised Bitcoin. <laughs> what? Uh... We didn't really talk about your divorce, though. We did. We did, but yeah. then... I'd love to. You want to? No. <laughs> no. We can, talk about, can we talk about other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I Because I was about to move on, but then I was like, if you feel like we just danced I d- around it... I don't feel like we danced around it. I mean, I that's the most I've talked about it. Yeah. And I'm always careful because, like, honestly, you know, I don't want anyone to think... I mean, I, I don't... Because sometimes I'll say things about him and I'll be like... 
well, this just sounds fucking like I'll be like, he's an amazing, like I had a podcast where I talked about what an amazing comedian that I think he is. And then I'm like, well, this sounds fucking yeah. weird that I'm saying this. It sounds fake and strange and it's not. And it's like, I don't, uh, I don't know. I think that's only you probably. Maybe. But Although just, my ex-wife isn't a comedian. I would never yeah, be like, you got to yeah. check out this one. Oh, she is now, Boom. buddy. <laughs> you need to check on some Facebook. What if my wife is somewhere, my yeah, ex-wife, yeah, yeah. is somewhere doing like her own Ugh. version of all of this? Podcast. <laughs> More like no cast. I don't know. Is she good, though? Maybe she's good. No. That was good. I'm going to save that. No, I like that bad, good bad riff because mm. that's, that's what she would probably be mm-hmm. talking like. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless right. him. God bless him. Colonial man insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a new album out. Go buy it. It's oh. not all about our divorce. So, unfortunately, will go towards. You may never know. <laughs> you know, probably paying some legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> our legal fees are very low. It's actually very easy. I should hope so. Yeah. It's nice. Oh, but it was 50 50. Nice and fine. Yeah, but it was like 200 bucks. Yeah. It's like a, this, a, a lounge chair. Wait, but you had all that money from commercials and stuff. But this is way, like, this is now. You had spent it all. To pay to get divorced. Oh. Now? Oh, I just meant your assets. Oh. No. Mm -mm. No. You just kept what was yours. Well, uh, yeah, pretty much. Because we, we agreed to do it. And oh, I, don't, I don't have like if hundreds he of thousands of yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, I understand. He doesn't come after you. Yeah. Then you can still. Oh, yeah. He'd have to come after me. Uh, and he wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would never. I mean, that would drive a colonial man insane. Yeah, that would drive a colonial man insane. I mean, that would be the thing. That's one of That's Andy. why he has that's a That's one of record. Andy's bits, by one the way. One of his precious, precious bits. One of his great bits. One of his bits that he cared so much about. <laughs> that he had to go on the road for for months on end. No. No. <laughs> Love him. Support him. Yeah, sure. I believe you. I do. How do you get into comedy? Did you go to art school? I called. I went to art school. I called Jamie Lee. I I got nothing on you. Are you serious? Jamie didn't know I went to art school? No, that's how I know you went to art school. Oh, okay. But I don't have much on you. I called Jamie on the way over. Okay. I did go to art school. What do we got? What do we got? She said art school. Art school, sometimes she's very mean to me. Um, (laughs) Are you mean to Jamie Lee? No, no, no. (laughs) No, I love Jamie so much. Um, I went to the Cooper Union, which is a school in New York, like near NYU. So most people haven't heard of it. It's like the Jersey of schools. You have to say how close you are to NYU. Really? Yeah. We're like a 10-minute train ride. It's just that it's so small. It's like a a tiny, like there was like uh, 30 kids or 60 kids in each of my classes. So it's just a very tiny, tiny school. The engineering Half of them were the nude models. Oh my God. Oh my God. Talk about, (laughs) talk about a whole house. Um, what kind of art did you do? Uh, cheerleading, mostly. <laughs> I majored, minored in acapella. Uh, I I did everything because I wasn't an artist, so I did everything. Uh. Like I did painting. I came in painting, drawing, got right into photography, sculpture. I feel like art school just takes the fun right out of it. Sure, and all, <laughs> that's a really good way of. Saying We're all it. people yeah, yeah. that are like, I can play the piano, do 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 do, and then and your then teacher's like. like do this for 20 hours. Scales, ding, scales, ding, scales, ding. Yeah. scales. And, I'm a fish. And all you're thinking is, <laughs> did Picasso do this? The, which which yeah, he might yeah. have. Yeah. But what if really- Picasso was like Urkel? And he's like, no, I paint My thing is, I feel like people do and excel at what they're good at yeah. naturally. Uh-huh. Meaning, yeah. there might be some sort of rote thing you can do to get good at stand-up, but most stand-ups were just like, yeah, I just on the fly knew to say this part yeah. first and that part later after yeah. practice mm-hmm. and some instinct. And then you go to art school and they're just like, you need to know 
I, yeah. those words. I like drawing and I like painting, but like when people start going like, yeah. you need to know perspective. Well, it's, and where's the edge? Well, your critical inquiry into your project, which is essentially about memory and narrative, mm. uh, it embodies uh, an ephemeral nature, but it doesn't capture the essence of the nostalgic longing that you want it to possess. It doesn't possess it of itself. Do you know what I mean? Every crit. Right. Every single critique of every class. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, so I'm knitting. No, yeah. I, I just, it was just, it, you know what it was for me is like, it was what I had to be doing at that time because I don't think I was ready to do the thing yet that just I wanted to do comedy. for a living. And I, I mean, I just, I needed to be in a place that challenged me really hard mentally. But like, I had to build my own. Like, it was a very unstructured environment. Like, my parents didn't want me to go because they were like, well, she needs structure. Um, And they're right. And (laughs) so I flailed about for four years and I never quite could figure out. I was in an endless crisis of like identity and I couldn't figure out what I was doing. And then after college, I spent five years doing just every drug because I was just like, "I I, I can't sell art. I don't. I guess I'm doing graphic design because like that's what you do when you graduate from art school. Mm-hmm. Little funny story in the career center at my art school, there was one day I went there to go find a job and there was like a binder of like available jobs and it was empty save one piece of paper that was an advertisement for the position of dean of the art school. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. <laughs> that is a what? good story. That is like dean the, <laughs> of the art school, and it was real. And it's like that's the essence of art school. It's yeah. so pointless, especially because you're getting these kids at 18. I mean, there's a lot of people at my school that went on to be really successful artists, but most of them were already really mature, or they were already old. A lot of people came into the school as transfer students mm. in their like mid 20s. And use that experience to like kind of get where I'm they were focus trying to focus up exactly. Yeah, and they had the facilities they needed. They, they were had, probably pretty good. Yeah, and they just could sit. down. I sat down with Damien Hurst, and he was like, "So," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know why we're here. I'm, I'm not an artist. Like, I'm clearly really here's a thing. What's life like for you? Like, <laughs> you probably got a couple of yachts, and I just and it's I, re, you know, honestly, I a guy that I was dating my first year of art school was um, his dad was a producer on. Upright Citizens Brigade, the TV show. Mm. And he was like, you should go do UCB. Like, you're funny. And I was like, listen, comedy is not for serious people. Like, comedy, whatever. Like, I'm an, I'm, I'm a thinker. Do you understand? What I, <laughs> like, I didn't understand what comedy, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And then once I started doing it, I was like, oh, right, this is the thing that I, uh. <laughs> oopsie daisy, I wasted my life. So... <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. really messed up there. But you know what? Wait, you what really think doing. you did? Sometimes I do. Sometimes Why? I regret the fact that it, well, because I got into it at 28. You know, I could have been having the time of my life, like in the stand. I could have, I could have like been part of like the Rafifi crowd, maybe or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like I could have done. I never even got to see a lot of shows that shut down, like because I was still in this other life. So close. I lived another full life, really, and I don't regret it because it was what I need to be doing but I was like I mean I was right there and I just like said no to it so hard (coughs) Mm -hmm. in the beginning and then I pursued this whole other thing that has such such that I on surface has such little to do with what I'm doing now but whatever it's like I can't 
redo it. And I have to admit that parts of it must be informing what I'm doing. Mm. Um, if not all of it, probably all of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, that's your brain. Yeah. You're just learning how to learn. Yeah. You could have been a terrible comedian yeah. during that time. I just want to be honest about the <laughs> fact that, like, I could be like, and I don't regret it because it was, like, you know, really um, important for me to grow. But I want to be honest and be like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I spent all this time, 13 years living in New York not doing comedy. You know? Five, you know, four years of it doing comedy. But so many of them not. Right. Nine years not doing comedy. Mm. Yeah. It's enough to drive a colonial man insane. It is enough. To drive a colonial man insane. insane. <laughs> He's not going to like that I kept bringing that up. Or he will. <laughs> Plug it every time. No, he doesn't like... What's his name of his album? If you want to hear that bit... Greatest Hits. Go listen to the album Greatest, Greatest Hits, Hits by Andy Haynes. By Andy Haynes. So That's now, funny that we're plugging his album on my podcast. If you want to know what colonial... Yeah, what well, we plugged mm-hmm. yours when he did it. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Mm-mm. Were you... St- you were together when he mm-hmm. did it. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was listening for that mensch. Huh? I was listening for that mention. <laughs> I was listening. Come on, come on, come on. Talk about me. Talk about me. <laughs> Colonial. Well, now, um, if we keep saying it, I'll have to listen to the whole thing. Yes. That's the goal. So now you're doing comedy, which is yeah, great, yeah. which is mm-hmm. where you belong, and you're so funny. Oh, come on. Tapatio. Tapatio. Ay, tapatio. That's a bit that we had mm, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. driving that to the Pete airport. Never lets me not do when he sees me in public. You got to do tapatio. No one knows what it's about. It's about a which is maybe why it's whiny better. child needing tapatio purportedly. Tapatio Doritos, though. Oh, I thought it was yeah, just yeah, Tapatio. Yeah. Well, it became. But in the beginning, it was Tapatio Doritos. <laughs> but to study. To study. But it's I th- My backstory is that this girl is, instead of studying, she yeah. keeps coming and asking for yeah, the Tapatio yeah, 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 yeah. Doritos. Yeah. And I'm her father yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, no, go study. And she's yeah. like, I need it to study. Yeah. But in, in my version, it really is something they need to study. And the whole community is banded together. And they're like, es que lo, las escuelas no tienen tapatío, doritos de tapatío. Y los estudiantes es que necesito, necesito más cosas, pero primeramente. <laughs> primeramente. Doritos, doritos de tapatío. Por favor. Es una comunidad aquí. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's fun. But they need it was it. just the silliest bit. <laughs> Anyone so early. needing Doritos yes. will make me laugh. I need it to <laughs> study. I need these to study. And then you made, you texted it to me. Oh, yeah. A bottle. A, bag, a bottle of Tapatio that says. <laughs> With a tiny book on it that says, Para Studiar. As yeah. though. I was like, you did such Photoshop. a good job. That's what I still have. That I was like. Where did you find my this? art school skills? Oh, you thought it was part of it. Yes, it that's what real. I wanted so bad. I thought it was real. Think that it was real because who's going to Photoshop something, save it on their phone, email? So pr- maybe you well, email it to yourself. Is that for me, those things are not hard. That's, that's like that's like a quickity quickity. A quickity quick. Yeah. Did you email it to yourself? Uh, How no, did you I think get I it just, on your phone. Um, I think I just at that time iPhoto worked or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Or I texted okay. it to myself on see, iMessages or I something like that. Um, Do you mind if I look real quick? I don't care. Look, I'm going to look and see if we've ever texted. Yeah. Because maybe you did. We have texted. No, I know that. Petey. 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 We texted. Yeah. Petey. Petey. Well, I don't have it. We can put it on the page for the podcast. (laughs) I'm sure I can find it. My computer is so full that it's actually expanding. (laughs) 
like the battery expands and so the it pops out and so it looks like your computer just has too much stuff in it. <laughs> because, Wait, that's real? Yeah, the battery over time. My computer is five years old, which you're not supposed to have, I guess, for that long because the battery starts expanding. Oh, I didn't know it's that. There's chemicals in it or something like that. It's really creepy. Yeah. They're, yeah. So it's, it's just built it's one in of the major la- problems facing our nation. <laughs> that's my Obama. Was that Obama? I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. I'm sorry. Um, well, I love it and I need it. Do you want to talk about the Lord? Um, sh- the Mormon Jesus. Oh. Mm. I'm going to write down Lord. Lord. Uh, God. How were you raised? Oh, right. Lutheran. Lutheran? Which is like loosey-goosey. Where? Christianity. Depending on where you are, I think. Oh, uh, Minnesota. Pretty- With my family. Really? Yeah. You were a Lutheran in Minnesota and you were loosey-goosey? Oh, yeah. My family was just like... Oh, sure. My family was just like, well, you should probably try to do good stuff because, you know, other people and golden rules and... Uh, ooh, is that a donut? It's <laughs> oh, a, a fluffy one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just not really... I was like, what happens when you die, though? Because if you die, and it's like, oh, it'll be fine. No, don't worry. You'll be clouds and... You're going to see Jesus again, and he's he loves cats. Like, whatever, just <laughs> shut me up. They just didn't, you know, well, they didn't, what they didn't want was the, like, judgmental shit about he religion. Loves <laughs> he loves birds and, oh, goats, little baby goats, you like that? Yeah, baby goats. Um, so they didn't give yeah. you a lot of fear, they gave you goodness. They tried to give me goodness, which just made fear, because I was like, but there's more. You know, because as a kid, you're like that the, when you're told like the story of like heaven and hell as a kid, you're like, oh, OK, great. Wait a minute. It doesn't add up because it's illogical. And to me, at least I was like, yeah, OK, so I live forever with my family <laughs> uh, forever because your brain can't imagine forever because it's not real because time is a flat circle or whatever. Um, you know what I mean? And it's like so it just was a crisis for me forever until I. Got over that, and then I was like, oh, it's all not real. Okay. So you, you yeah. went around kind of thinking it was real with your suspicions that it wasn't real. When, when I was a child. This sounds yeah. like it's not real. And, and then oh, I... Oh don't, oh, don't worry. Yeah. And then I got cool, started smoking pot, and I was like, oh, God's not real. Right. You know? You did all the drugs? Um, pretty much. What, what am I going to ask now? Um, what? What do people ask? When I, what's the follow-up question to you did all the drugs? What drugs have you done? No, I would just jump right to heroin. Oh, heroin. Yeah. No, I haven't done heroin. <laughs> that I know of. Wait, Yikes. No, that's not a... Yikes. Not a... <laughs> you know what? Heroin is the one drug that I haven't done. Uh, that can't be true. Crack. You did crack? Mm-hmm. Crack cocaine? Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, crack just has bad PR. That's just cocaine with baking soda. That Come you, on, that Pete. I'm real hard. I did crack. <laughs> I, did it so, I did it yesterday. I wanted to seem like a real badass. No, no, no. Got a leather I jacket. agree. I agree. Crack is bad. <laughs> crack is whack. Crack is whack. And you smoked crack? Mm-hmm. You smoked it. I smoked crack. In a glass pipe. In a glass pipe. That you loved. Mm-hmm. And you loved it. Yeah. You loved crack. A guy got into the back of our car. Of course. A crack it's man. amazing. Like if you, because crack goes to your brain so fast because you're smoking crack. And that, so we got, we were driving around looking for cocaine and this guy kept offering us crack. And I was like, no, thank you. We don't want crack. <laughs> we're white, you know? And then like oh, no. this guy gets and then some. the driver was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I'm in the back seat. So this guy's got to get in the car with me. And I'm like, what? 
And so he's got crack in a glass pipe, and he lights it up for us. And I said, Wait, that's how people deal crack? They go, here you go. Yeah, they bring you crack. In a pipe. It's like a dope dealer. You don't do it at home? Yeah. No, you do. You bring it with you. But he has some of it too, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Did you live with this man? Did he come home? No, he didn't live with me. No. So a strange man gets in the car. Honestly, we kept it casual. Yeah. No, uh, he, yeah, a strange man gets in the car, so you drive around the block with that guy so that the cops don't see you get a guy in a car and then hop right out. You know what I mean? Right. In case they're there. So you have to drive around and drop him off somewhere else so that, you know, it's all below the buzz right, right, right. or whatever. Yeah. Cops anyway, can't so this, figure it out. We need to follow these cars. So this stranger is in the back seat of a car with me. Yep. And we smoked crack and I was like, "Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, smoke crack." Immediately, "Oh, everything's fine." Like there was like complete crack. complete acceptance of the situation and total like, "Oh, everything's great." Total dopamine like it was great. But then um I thought it made Then you he real... started being like, "Oh, there's someone here else in the car." Like he started freaking out. And he was like saying there was somebody in the trunk. And we were like, no, there's nobody in the trunk. There's nobody in the trunk. Because he was like all wigged out on crack. And so we like had to like get him to leave the car. And he's like, no, there is somebody in that trunk. And I was like, great. So, so it was immediately like the best part and like the downside. In, right in, there. Like, in like 20 seconds. But now you've done crack. Mm-hmm. And then did you just do crack for a time? Oh, God, no. No, after that I was like, if my parents found out. I did crack like they would hate me. They wouldn't love me anymore or something like that's what the end of crack uh, is, we feels like. Yeah, it's just yeah. not our favorite. Yeah. I think I mean, I was just spinning. I was spinning. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I was freaking out. Doing um, crack. Doing the crack. But what about like uh, angel dust? I'm just trying to think of weird drugs. Yeah. I don't even know what angel dust is. PCP. Meth. Not meth. You've done coke, crack, weed, LSD. Shrooms. Mushrooms. And that's it. I'm not challenging pills. your drug. Oh, you did pills. I think. Tell me your LSD. There is a uh, crazy story. there's like a time that I don't really remember everything. Oh. There I mean, I was really there was a time when I was like like I this is why I always say that the comedy saved my life because I think getting to that point of figuring out what I was you know, the potential or whatever that I was like wasting right. you know, was really driving me it nuts. Gave you something to live for. And, uh, yeah, and it, it was, uh, so that was that, but, um, I, the, the LSD really boring. Really? I did shrooms a lot and that was the what was psychedelics your thing. Like what was your, what know, we would MO. do is we would go down to uh, other comedian, Sean Perlman, who you're friends with. Yeah. And I, and, uh, a couple other friends of ours, Danny Solomon, we would go down to the financial district and <laughs> eat a ton of shrooms Doing at night. Shrooms. Oh, that sounds no, terrible. No, it's amazing really? because the no financial district is desolate at night during the week. Yeah. And there are a lot of weird public sculptures and it's, the streets are all windy, curvy and very clean. Yep. And it's magical. Like, mm. and, and you sit by the battery park and watch the boats go by and we would wait until all the boats were smiling. And it was amazing. The boats smiled? Yeah, like cartoon boats. They like became cartoon boats. And it was like a river scene. And they were like, bow, 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 bow. and it was amazing. Ah, yeah. yeah. I've been in the financial district at night. And yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's great. And you d- you'll just turn a corner and they'll be like, what? A giant red cube? Why? <laughs> and you're on shrooms. And it's like, <laughs> yes. So that's fun. Yeah. It makes sense in a new way. It kind of brings it back to the 
spiritual thing. So you were Lutheran-y, mm-hmm. and then you were nothing, mm-hmm. and are, you're still nothing, meaning not nothing, but you know you don't yeah. believe in anything spiritual. I'm an atheist with a like a Buddhist type philosophy, you know, because it's not a, really a religion. It's yeah, more it's, of a yeah. So I'm not a Buddhist. I haven't taken the vow. I have not taken the sacred vow, but um, but I pretty much prescribe. I I believe in all that stuff. The whole the um, Buddhist philosophy, yeah. Especially like a Zen Buddhist philosophy, mm-hmm. like a Japanese, like the, um, cause that's like the most plainest one. Like there's a lot of like, I've been to a lot of like Buddhist centers where it's like you, you, where you, when you meditate, you have to like breathe in the positive and, and breathe out the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, I, I believe negativity is, has its place with the positivity so. keep it mixed yeah. in there it seems not buddhist to be like negative away right isn't that like <laughs> the opposite of buddhism <laughs> you think it should be a complete acceptance of everything yeah it's an acceptance of suffering right is just yeah you just yeah uh-huh it's gonna be the thing right it's gonna happen for sure right that standing on the grass is also a mm-hmm. armageddon for mm-hmm. the bugs oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and I mean, they are ready next time <laughs> Fool them once. Ready next time. Armaments. Everything. <laughs> Armor. Armor. Battle plans. And then you step again. It's like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> they didn't do it. Anything. I love you. If I don't come back, shh, you will come back. Crush. Everyone's dead. <laughs> so, uh, a bug's at, life. Like, like <laughs> I hate, I don't like movies about bugs. <laughs> I really don't. And I don't like that Bugs Life ride in Disneyland. I don't like it. <laughs> Fuck that ride. Okay. What if dung beetles are everywhere? <laughs> Fuck you. I came, here, <laughs> I came here to be in a magical place. Dandruff, the ride. Yeah, exactly. What if we all had it? <laughs> Just like a big thing of confetti. I expect That's that shit. <laughs> oh, okay. I expect this that shit. 40 bucks. At Six Flags. <laughs> the white trash. I expected it at Five Flags. <laughs> One of the flags is the Confederate flag. Just learned <laughs> mm-hmm. that. It's true. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, one of the six, six flags. Six, six, six flags. Six, six, six flags. Hmm. So dead, dead over or not your concern? Oh, um, I guess not my concern, yeah. Dead over, yes, but also now over. Oh. oh. Enlightenment does not come cheap. <laughs> That's like the Jewish Buddhist guy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've finally just gotten to a place where it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but what if there's a, oh, but there, mm, no. Oh, and it's okay because it's not okay. Ah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I, I don't really, I, I, I no longer feel like the um, past is real or the future is real. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You feel that way though. Right? Yeah, no, but I liked hearing you say it. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. It's just a thing that we, I, I mean, I, I can go about my life and string sentences together because I, somebody taught me to do that, but it doesn't mean that it's, ha- it's not an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. That's been tripping me out lately. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, yeah. The past it, it being gone, mm-hmm. even just me just saying that is gone. Mm-hmm. I would. I did a this Buddhist um, teacher Jack something, and it's really obvious. He's like a big guy. Did his podcast, a guest on his podcast, and he was like, we were talking about when I met him, which mm-hmm. was twenty minutes earlier, and he was like, it's gone. It's with the pharaohs and the dinosaurs. Ooh, and I was beautiful. Like, oh, 
It's with the pharaohs and the dinosaurs. They get everything. Isn't that good? They're uh, <laughs> Well, you think about being famous, right? And like being the most famous, being Napoleon, right? Mm. Like a figure in history. Like I always think about this. It's so funny. Like people really want to be the biggest, you know? Mm-hmm. You know comedians who want to be like not enough until they're Dane Cook big, mm-hmm. you know? DCB. Um. But it still doesn't matter because Napoleon will be forgotten. Yeah. Everybody's going to be forgotten eventually. There's no point at which you can be immortal. That's why you have to get the desserts named after you. To be like, I need need to keep going. I need to keep going. I need to go. So that someday. In the future. In the future. I know it's Neapolitan. But strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, what we call the Dane Cook. Yes. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that. How about strawberry mint hair? Hmm. Ice cream. Oh, oh, wait, you don't like... Because in the future, who knows what we're going to be eating. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were saying you don't like Dane Cook. Yeah. I like Dane. You like Dane? Yep. First name base? F. N. B. B. Wow, it's really hard for me. I can do it reverse really well if you give me any acronym. Oh. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I can think of... But I can't... T-Y-B-B-T. Oh. (laughs) Taint you being your... Tomorrow, See, I would have so never. I would have never done it to you. And that's why I'm good at it. Unless you told me you were yeah. good at it. Yeah, and now you see that I very much am. <laughs> <laughs> Proof positive. Proof positive. Um, well, let me. Let's end by you. Can you tell me a story? Which is uh, the hardest time you laughed? And if you don't have one of those, we can do another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Do? Oh, the hardest time. Can you I laughed. hear the other one before I? Uh, no, they're not as good. Oh, they're they're okay. right up there. It's like, what kind of soap do you use? What's your sleep the ritual? Hardest time. What's the last thing you Googled? Have you ever been in a fight? When's the last time you cried? Oh, How do you lose okay, your okay, okay. I, I see you're reading them from a thing. Yeah. It's a prompter. Um, well, the, the best, hardest time the I laughed is going to be with, <laughs> for some reason, with your family, I feel, is sure. the hardest time. And the last time that happened was, um, I well, I remember... Um, my aunt and I, my dad's sister, imagining my dad teaching a class, like an uh, exercise class, and that song, Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations! <laughs> and he had spandex on. on. We're imagining on. him doing that, and we laughed. We peaked. <laughs> we laughed so thinking about that. It's just that feeling of being with your family, that, some, that, that connection, and like you, yeah. can, you can really be in each other's brains <laughs> and tickle that funny bone mm-hmm. in your brain right so i there. always laugh the hardest with my family okay come on dun, dun, my dad dun, 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 dun. you in the back dun, 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 he just dun, would never dun, dun, dun. feel huh? it feel it dun, dun, why is it dun, sticky dun. you know Good vibration. come on come on come on here we'll do this last been... one too because you're so fun oh. we'll do fake laugh to real laugh it's been a while okay what we do is, is we look at each other mm-hmm. and we fake laugh. Yes. <laughs> it's going to become real laugh so fast it and already it, is with you. Yeah, it did. How do you And when do it's this? real, it doesn't have to last long. Okay. But then you get better. You, gonna... do, you do a couple rounds. Okay. And one of the rounds you'll be like, I'm really going for okay. it. Okay. But All you right. have to raise your hand when you're real laughing, okay. which only makes it funnier. <laughs> Ready? Katie's already laughing. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Good vibrations. Step puppies, step puppies, step puppies. Step puppies? Step puppies. No, I said dead puppies, but step puppies is oh, sadder. I think about like it. a baby puppy has to be adopted by another dog. <laughs> step puppies. We love you. Uh, <laughs> just a sincere just moment. Just as much as our real puppies. <laughs>
Come on. He's he's doing really good for a dog. <laughs> I mean, he can talk. You know what? It's happy. You know, let him let him have the real puppy's okay. mistake. <clears throat> I always think you're just molecules. That's what I try and do if I'm trying not to laugh. <clears throat> okay. Ready? <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Okay, that's a ha, ridiculous ha, ha. laugh. Oh, I have to do a real thing. No, no, that was fine, okay, but I'm going to laugh. I'll try it again. Ready? Okay, ready? All right. <laughs> I want another that go. That one was like angry at you somehow, but sort of passive-aggress. I want another right. go. Okay. <laughs> I think we just won. Whoa. Neither of us went to real. Oh, I felt so empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, there it is. <laughs> okay. It doesn't feel right if it doesn't go real. No, it doesn't. I didn't like it, but I was focusing. Weird molecules too much. I don't like it. What's what's past me, though? What passed me? No, I mean like through me. It's like a, a poster with Chris Hardwick? There's a guy in that trunk. <laughs> <laughs> new bit. <laughs> new hey, there's bit. a guy in your trunk. New bit. <laughs> that guy was just I'll doing a bit. Later. He was, doing a bit. he was giving he out, got free out crack. Going, I don't get it. <laughs> Minneapolis comedy scene. Oh my god! Uh, all right, everybody. All right, everybody. Would you say keep it crispy? Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, I'll try again. Mm. Keep it crispy, y'all. That's good. You didn't. You yeah. weren't silent the whole time. Oh. Now do it like the robot fan. Uh, Pete, this is three forty-five. Reminding you to keep it crispy. <laughs> And then he gives me a, a biscuit. Mm-hmm, a biscuit. A little biscuit. Biscuits, crackers, and biscuits. Tapatio. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Very You're much. Great. You're great. You're great. You're great. You're great. We're great. Oh. Now leaving Nerdist.com.